Welcome to podcast 111 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt, and on this week's pod, we have a couple of save updates if people have actually played this week, as we are all still waiting for FM20 to drop. A quick review of this week's feature drops, a chat about the development centre a bit more in depth than we've previously covered, plus a quiz. But let's see who joins me this week. Uh, Mr. Herb, welcome. Hello. Hello. That seemed rather laboured. No, that was, that was energetic. Shit. Mm, okay, if you, if you say so, we'll we'll trust in what you're saying. Uh, David, welcome. Thank you, Matthew. Looking forward to podcast one one one. One one one. Yeah, man. One one eight is is soon as well. You can get two of those <laughs> if you like. Uh, Mister Dupe, welcome. I mean, if you're going to go down that road, one one six is available soon. I wanted to welcome you to uh, to binary podcast as well because I mean for the nerds out there it's actually a binary yeah hello man good to have you back you know is it binary though well, you yeah, yeah. technically ones yeah. and zeros son yeah, so yeah, we, we already have that one zero three one. ones three ones still make binary I mean it needs to be you need to have a, I mean we're not getting home of great content eight eight bits of eight bits to make a bite anyway yeah okay we'll disagree to agree it's fine Happy, you know, happy one one one. Happy birthday! Were well, you were about to say happy birthday? Marvelous. No. And Joseph, rounding us off. Welcome. Hi, great to be back. Great to be back. Love it. Right, uh, we hopefully have some save updates as I've already promised them. David, save me, please. Yeah. Ah, see, puns galore. Hey. Um, <laughs> dude, stop it, please. Um. I, yeah, I'm still in the wall save, uh, obviously, and I, f- I can't remember where I, I left off last time, but we are, uh, are, well, we had an FA Cup semi-final at Wembley against Birmingham, which is interesting. Uh, we got to the FA Cup final through there, and uh, I think we're having about 10 games in a month at the moment. It's just ridiculous. So um, we had uh, Stuttgart in the Europa League quarterfinal. We drew 2-2 at home, so I thought to myself, you know, we, we're going to go to Germany and not get a result and get knocked out. You've ruined my holiday. But um, we didn't. We managed to get the we managed to get the 5-0 win. I mean, I'm, we're classing that as a laugh, Dave. I'm sorry. There's giggling and all sorts going <laughs> oh, on. You failed your, failed your challenge. Uh, right, yeah. That was, a, that was a, a dare to try and get that in the pod. But yeah, uh, but yeah, we beat them 5-0 away in the end. So we got a very, very comfortable victory. And we're into the Europa League semi-final against Everton. Uh, and a chance to finish off the series if we beat Everton against Porto in the Europa League final. I think it's just written it's written itself as the uh, series finale, I think. Wolves I versus quite Porto. Like that. Why? So. Um <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain? Why? I think we all know. <laughs> What's that? Um, I mean you're just trying to make up narrative points. It's just poetic, Dave, man. Like, it's yeah. just poetic. That's, that's nice of Europe now. Yeah. That is nice on National Poem Day as well, mate. Well done. GG. Yeah, exa- oh, exactly. Cheers, mate. Um, how are Birmingham doing, or Birmingham City doing uh, in the league? Are they actually in the Prem Birmingham, now? They're not they even just... in the Prem. They're like, they were mid-table in the Championship. Game's broken. Game's gone. Yeah, so like when I got them in the semi-final, I was like, what? Um, but like yeah, I got, career got, mode. got them, and I think I've got, I've got Arsenal in the FA Cup final. Um and I'm still fifth in the league at the moment. I've got a pretty comfortable cushion over like seventh place. So we'll definitely get top six this season, I think. Um, but I'm just hoping that I can finish the, the series on a high and get a double. What happens if you 
don't beat Porto. I'm probably so going to top myself. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. All that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I hope at least I win. I'm not. Too, I just want to win the Europa League. The European dream to finish it and not actually win anything in Europe will be a bit embarrassing. But yeah, um, I'm hoping we can. Be, obviously, I've got to beat Everton first. And then I think it's Porto AEK in the other semi-final. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Porto are going to beat them and, and get to the final. I'm just baffled at how long this European dream's been going on. Yet, mm, yeah, name should have like retrospectively. Mm, it was just questions. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> it tends to have issues in Europe. <laughs> yes, Joseph. <laughs> Uh, marvellous love that uh, Herb Hello. I believe you've played a minuscule amount I did a stream with Leighton Orient we were second and I did a stream and now we're eight. can I can I just predict before before you before you start can I just predict how how this this update's going to go no because <laughs> the problem is I'm only doing like one or two streams a week but I'm still playing the bloody game so I don't get that far this, we were second, we were right behind Middlesbrough, and I thought, this is going far too well. Did a stream, lost most of the games, teams just stopped playing football, so I quit. Um, so we're in eighth, we're, we're just outside the playoffs, it's like November or December now, I think. I can't remember when it is. Uh, so we're on for playoffs still, we just need to get the form back. I decided the game just loaded up with the the luck factor, that's a thing or something, isn't it? Uh Yeah. But it's looking scary. I'm I'm just not playing enough to get through, which means I literally have this save, this save this season. Sorry, to get into the playoffs. Uh, and if I don't do it, then you know, then I don't do it. It's all fine. We don't talk about it ever again. When? What do you mean when? When you don't do it. <laughs> I mean, if Dave can save and reload, I'll just do it on stream, right? That'd yeah, mate. Fine. It has it. been. It has happened before, hasn't it? People when save when and reload. When that guy did it on stream. Yeah, he just he just did it and he just carried on talking as if he was like mid conversation, as if no one would notice. So. <laughs> You'd have to pause brilliant. the Nickelback tracks just to be able to kind of tell people that. <laughs> hey, people love the Nickelback tracks. What are you know about? <laughs> <laughs> would Nickelback people realise it? Anyway. I'm always standing in lines of clubs. I'll never get it. Herb's there, loving life. <laughs> Who sings that? <laughs> fucking. Nickelback. 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 You say, you say Herb's loving life. He's loving loving life outside the club because he's forgot his ID again. Hey, God, remember that? <laughs> that was that day's fault. This this beard doesn't get ID'd for shit unless he's going anywhere with Baby Dave over there. Baby Dave. Hey, I mean, that's a, the fact that you fucking have binoculars and a fucking overcoat. <laughs> <laughs> Is he your real dad? <laughs> He's a wizard, Harry. <laughs> oh, oh what, great, that's back. Brilliant, thanks. I'm not saying that. I'm I don't think it went away, to be fair. No, I thought it did. I thought it was gone, but no, yep. Dumbledore's anyway. double. <laughs> <laughs> we should uh, probably move on. Uh, Duke, you haven't played any, and Joe, you've said you played one game. Are they worth updating us on? No, or right, what on? I am going to just quickly do is say 111 is definitely binary. It's also, also NHS number. Um, carry on. You know, that's factual, just in case somebody needs it. Facts. Fact. Who's factual? I'm fat. <laughs> I said factual. <laughs> <laughs> I did say. Dear uh, me. Sorry, Never mind. Terrible load. <laughs> it is rather poor. Mm, you anyway. my holiday, mate. Joseph, did you want to update us on, on your progress from this week? or 
PSG, play sure. one game, won one game. Easy, Thank isn't you. it? Are we going to get a blog about the PSG stuff? Absolutely not. If <laughs> 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 you want to see a good PSG save next year, though, um, can check who's, out who's my YouTube one? channel. I was doing one there. Yeah, up the Dave. He's already got the shirt. I, it, do, I do like the Shag sisters. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Dave doesn't want to, you know, I'm. I'm can I be first in queue? Neymar as well. I wow. don't actually do that. Oh, by the Jesus way. Christ! <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! The, 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 I mean, in the first what ten minutes, in less than ten minutes, this podcast, the number of inside jokes people are going to be off. To the be road. honest, though, man, it looks like I'm better. <laughs> to be fair if you if you if you've seen Dave's sisters i mean i'm not saying i would but you know I could see All why right, you before go the down. podcast you were talking about my dad and my mom and my girlfriend and now you're talking about my sisters let's just move this on now let's talk about the new features i will just they, say one other cool. thing as well his dogs go. are gorgeous um that's it now we've got Anyone nothing else, else have we? big up brother charlie harry wilson Brilliant. Okay, we'll move on to the features that have dropped this week. Now, there hasn't been a lot of official stuff unless there's anything that's slipped through the cracks, but Miles has been doing his sort of Twitter feature roulette. Is there anything that someone has seen that they've picked out? Because there's been the odd bit here and there. Mr. Dupe, you've got your so, um, finger in the air. I mean, I know you've been pulling, actually, you weren't here last week, but um, it, it was quite funny because Foxy is getting absolutely fucking rustled by the fact that everyone's picking <laughs> B teams and reserve teams in that so i've enjoyed this week going on to the polls and seeing that reserve teams and b teams are winning and seeing foxy and his deep over flies getting really rustled so that's all i've really witnessed this week foxy getting absolutely rustled that everyone's picking reserve teams so if you are listening please carry on <laughs> that's all I've, I've selected staff every time there's been an option I and think i think staff won. i think today yeah today it did didn't it and it was yeah. um I think you will have younger younger staff will develop quicker if they're with kind of more experienced members of staff mm-hmm. in the team as well. I like that as a lot. You see, you do see as well a lot of um, coaches that you have at your club go on to manage lower league teams, especially in England, which is quite cool. You don't actually see that. Well, you do see it a little bit, but you don't actually see that too often in real life. So it is cool when you've got like a, a coach and they go to manage like a league two or league one team. Um so I like that one and obviously the, the options with uh, the B teams and reserves um, that he announced this week like you said earlier that you can actually ask that you can actually ask the board um, I think I like, I like that one as well yeah just to jump on to what Joe's just said about the staff um, also announced that the scouts and analysts will improve quicker by regularly scouting and doing more more work which is um, which is pretty much self-explanatory but that's good to see that's actually coded as well now Instead of just assuming that's what would happen, you know, the more work experience you get, the better you get. But apparently, that clearly wasn't being done before. <laughs> See, I, what I I don't know is, and if it's been announced as part of any of these, is if the the, the inverse happens, where if a manager drops down divisions and works with less experienced staff, that their attributes drop. Kind of how play like if you I don't know if anyone signed Sado Berahino or just sort of monitored him. Um, I've seen a, p- a couple of sort of screenshots of people's saves only like two or three years in the future after he's been released by Stoke and his like attributes have just gone off the face of the earth where he's just not been playing, not been being coached by decent coaches and he's fallen to pieces. It'd be interesting to see if that happens with staff as well. This week's team meeting will revolve around 
uh, possibly the most eagerly awaited feature Football Manager have dropped so far for Football Manager 20, which is the Development Centre. To some people, unearthing and developing young talent in a into a world-class asset is the most engaging part of the game. With that, I thought that this week we could have a chat about how we currently nurture our youth, how you think the Development Centre will help, and maybe what you'll carry on doing regardless of the new feature. <sighs> Lovely stuff. Well, well written really? as well, Joseph. I, I mean, slight, slight sort of peek behind the curtain, but Joe writes the outline and... It's fucking marvellous reading reading stuff that's actually competently uh, written. So, putting the the blog training to good use. I borrowed Dope's Grammarly. <laughs> Hashtag Grammarly. <laughs> I'd rather not die. I don't have any water with me. I forgot to get some when Dave ran off. Um, For just three pound a month. <laughs> I'll send you some. No wonder you got a bad back having to carry it. I mean, fair, like three pound, three pounds for Joe's bathwater is pretty, pretty cheap by sort of streamer standards these days. Um, anyway, uh, so the overview screen, screen gives us uh, the, all the top line information on the state of our youth, our youth team and the top potential talents, and includes progression graphs to give a clear guide on how the player's current ability is developing. Uh, so, what have you done up until now to keep tabs on your talented youngsters? I'm um. I play them. I, normally, I'm I'm playing as a, a lower league team. So for me, put them straight in the first team. I mean, watching them week in, week out is the best way to keep tabs on them, right? Um, mainly because I have no one else to go in those roles. Um, a bit like Oli Gunnar Sosa at the moment. I mean, he's, he's playing all these youngsters because we've got no one else that can put the ball in the net and neither can the, neither can the youngsters. But um, for me, I've been quite lucky recently. Uh, I've had some good youth intakes i've had some good youth guys that i've managed to snap up in some saves forest green we had the kim hermerson the uh the, the shadow striker he was just insane got him so young and, and and just put him straight in the first team last year um 1860 we had we had uh, hopper stadium we mentioned last week in the pod again in it 19 and it just absolutely smashed it so um for me i hate to use the phrase because it's a bit of a dodgy one but if you if you're good enough you know if you're yeah, if you're good enough, you're old enough. That's the one. I'm so tired, man. If you're good enough, you're old enough. It's a dodgy phrase, uh, phrase but uh, yeah, I'm going to put that one out there. Um, I think, uh, like like Doop says, if you have got that, that certain player that is very, very talented, obviously I try my best to integrate them into the first team as quick as I can. Um, we all like to have a quick look at the, the youth team and when, when you get the new... in. Uh, the new uh, what's it called youth intake um, and and just hope to see someone that's four or five star potential in there we pod name um, but four or five star uh, what, what do they five, no, five star potential <laughs> not the four or five star um, <laughs> you put me off now <laughs> you bet my honour though um, uh, but I, what I tend to do a lot is try and keep hold of them for a, a, year, a year or two and I keep a keen eye on the under 23s and under 18s. Uh, I'm sure Joe might do this as well. I know a couple of people that if they see a really high high potential player, they add a nickname to them and just add like a little star or a little nickname next to it just so they know they're, uh, they're a certain, they've got a certain pedigree about them. Um, so that's I've never done it personally, but I know that's a a few little tips that people might do. Just so whenever you do see that person that's got a little bit more potential, they uh, stick out immediately on the on the news reports. 
Thanks, Dave. You sconner for literally nicking my point. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, and we spoke about it lots of times anyway on the pod, but, yeah, nicknaming them, I just used to add a star next to them. So if you ever see saw any media or you, you get the kind of generic contract negotiations where it's kind of you have to do 40 different people, you know, you spot the ones that you've kind of got a keen eye on. It sticks out like a sore thumb. Um, but then I'd also look at kind of what I'm doing in terms of am I going to loan them out because I want them to become nationalised, especially when I've played in Spain, that was something I'd always do, loan them out to other Spanish clubs so they'd get their Spanish nationality um, so that you didn't have any problems with any kind of um, EU problems or anything or the actual uh, registration problems. Um, and that's really it, other than kind of tutoring, mentoring as it's changed. Um, that's That's all I really do is just mark them and then, you know, just watch the progression when I start going through a little bit of a analysis. Yeah, it's um for for me, I've I've always been big on the 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 younger ones. I think um I think kind of molding them into the way that I want them to play and do you know I think for me, is I've always worked on a very tight budget. So these these talented youngsters, you go out, you do you do your your approach, you find the way, you get them, you get them in early doors and get them in that team, and and and, and they, they smash it. You, kids are good. You, I mean, I know somebody once said you can't win anything with kids, but that's a lie. <laughs> You're fucking throwing out the uh, shit puns today, aren't you, mate? Um, I am a big fan as well. Puns, puns. <laughs> Don't you, what are you? How are you calling me out for mis? I think my words. You both ah, man, so, whatever. No, no, I, yeah, I, I disagreed with his pun statement, but it's fine. Go on, carry on, Herb. I'm listening <laughs> for once. Good for once, yeah. Less of, less of this, more of this. That doesn't really work on pod. Uh, no, I'm a big fan of <laughs> buying a lot of... <laughs> Could have been anything. For listeners, he was cradling his balls and then holding it shot. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking time. Me and Dupe have a, a steady relationship for that. Let's not talk about it on pod. Um... So yeah, I like playing young lung plays in football manager. Let's move on. Is that, um, is that it? Marvellous. Herb, can I ask you a question about how you implement your youngsters in your late orient to get you... Oh, wait, you didn't get promoted. Go on, carry on. I have, I have got promoted. I've been promoted like four times. What's wrong with you, Bellend? I just Which haven't save? got to the Premier League yet. Hey, we're not allowed Same to play to the Bellends. Van... Oh yeah, sorry. Sorry, team. Anyway. Um, Van anyway, Arama National we... League all the way to the Championship and then down and then back up again. Can, just can we, can we, this, is this relevant to our conversation? No, it's no, not. Carry on, um, <laughs> I mean, because you're ruining the perfect segue that Joe had set up talking about loans, okay. uh, which is sort of the next section that yeah, we're going to look at. Yeah, I loaned them out too. Um, there you go. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, sort of the next section we were going to look at was uh, loans that can obviously play a big part in the player's development, which you have used extensively, Dupe, in this year's... Uh, uh, edition with Malaga. Um, but how have you managed not, this? Yeah, well, yeah. But definitely how have you managed this area of development up and? Brilliant. Uh, so, but how have you managed this area of development up until now? Like prior to all of the new features uh, that have been introduced. Guess, the development uh, list, Joe right? Connor. You just throw that. This is, I suppose, a lot of the FM. Well, I guess this is part of the question. It isn't together it? is. The things that we have used and the different screens and stuff you set up, they've kind of thrown it all into one. But yeah, I would buy loads of youngsters and it was a case of, okay, uh, am I fitting them to, one, am I training them? And if I'm going to train them, do I keep them in to retrain them to the position I want? Are they good enough to be on the first team? If not, they all go on the development list and they all go out on loan. 
Um, so I've been a big fan of just pumping them out. And then you, it's how you keep track. This will be good because it brings that loan screen as well into it. So you can concentrate on just those high potential players and, and seeing whether those loan moves are good for the player or not. And I suppose it's whether you don't really have the flexibility anymore to cancel them as often as you could. But that'd be one thing I'd be looking at. Well, that's it. I think the the important thing is that previously you would get a a loan report if you have sent players out on loan, but you would actually have to click into it to look at it. Whereas you're now getting these overviews and graphs of said performances at a higher level, so you can see who is performing and who isn't, and then decide who you want to click into and review them sort of as a whole, rather than having to do the sort of whole micromanaging thing of clicking in and clicking out. And I think you did raise a good point about the the actual process of like loaning some players out because uh, some you may choose to offer out yourself, whereas other times you may get sort of the director of football or head of youth development, whoever, to actually do that um, by using the development list. But I always found that the development list kind of didn't really work out. You, they'd just say, we haven't been able to get this person a like a club to take them on basically or they sort of send them out on ridiculous uh, terms which it just well, didn't help the club either the the loans out thing for me <clears throat> definitely in my the Villarreal save I had that was the one I paid most attention to because I bought a lot of talented players that I knew would need to get Spanish nationalised and I in my mind I thought you know if I'm going to loan them to other Spanish clubs I want them to have excellent kind of development facilities so I wouldn't loan anybody out unless they had you know either equal or better facilities than what we had um, and I'm not going to say that I do this on every save that I do but it's certainly something if you are looking at bringing through that next group of players that next kind of um, next squad that you're building it's worth having a look I don't think anyone's done any science behind does sending them out on loan is it better than keeping them in your own youth team and stuff like that? Um, but I definitely, if I was doing it, I'd make sure that the they were going somewhere that had good facilities, good coaches to try and kind of give them the, when they're getting the game time. They're also getting the good coaching, and that's kind of maybe that's in my mind. I'm thinking that, but it was part of the, the narrative of that save. I suppose that's quite difficult. Cause I've always just gone on the making sure the the squad status is correct so making sure you've they're going out as first team regulars or key players so you know they're going to get game time but i've never really especially if you're loaning down a league looking at the the facilities but i suppose there's something definitely that we should be looking at and if we're looking at affiliate clubs as well and junior affiliates or if they're just called affiliates that they've think, got the right facilities yeah i do a bit of a mix of both like when um when i'm loaning a player out i think that is one of the main things i look at is squad status are they actually going to be playing because if they're a backup or rotation there's really no point in me loaning them out or i should look elsewhere but if i ever do offer a player out and there's six or seven clubs that are interested i do tend to look at facilities which which places you're going to get the most football at and which places you're going to get the best training and like tuition from so that is some something that i have a look at before loaning players out. Marvellous. Um, alongside the uh, reserve and the youth team tabs, we can see there is also a tab for youth candidates where you'll see a preview of your yearly youth intake. We know a lot of people keep this date in the diary with everyone praying for a golden generation, but now we'll see information before the new crop of talent arrives so you can review the level of talent coming through and plan accordingly. There's a chance that this could have a positive impact on player recruitment as you might want to hold on to the old boy for a bit longer as you know the prodigal son is on his way. Um, 
it doesn't actually say like the, so we some of this we have taken from the the we, the website uh that SA have put together for FM20. It do, it says a few months but it doesn't it's not really particularly specific so it we don't really know when at this point how sort of far ahead we'll find this out but anyway um we haven't had this sort of level of detail before so it's difficult to ask you how you would plan for an intake but what steps have you taken previously when you've had a good intake and do you have a set path you like to put them on i have just a slightly different because it comes out in march at the moment right is it march in england it yeah. depends yeah. on the in england nation oh, okay. doesn't it i but, wonder yeah. if it's earlier to to help with your contract negotiations so if you have got youngsters that you can get them on contracts earlier, if you can have a seat, it'd be interesting to see how it works and whether it is just, oh no, we've just brought the date forward a little bit or it ties in with something else because it may be that you want to sign some of your youth players on more contracts. I usually empty out that youth team fairly regularly. If they, I bring in a lot of players and bring in a lot of players with high potential on the off chance that some of them will come through. If they start to drop off and I don't think they're going to make it, I'll I'll boot them out. So if you're going to churn, I wonder if bringing the date forward will, will help at all with some of that stuff. Reading the actual the Football Manager blog, it just says that you'll get a preview before your youth intake. So like it's, yeah. I think they're going to say like these are the players you're going to come through and they're, it looks like you'll get their potential star rating. So I'm just I'm just wondering whether or not if you was kind of thinking oh, I'm going to I need to go out and buy a new center half because this one's 37 years old and you know tying his toes together you might go oh, I've got a five star potential <laughs> coming through I might just hold on to him that little bit longer because they I've, I've got someone that could potentially step into the first team in a couple of years. You know whether we'll see that or not I don't know because it's purely just kind of one screenshot and and a a few lines of text. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it won't be long until we find out. But I was I was talking to people on Twitter about this, and with the whole development centre, it just looks like they've pulled a lot of the information we already get into one hub. And obviously, I know you guys spoke about it with um, Dom and Tom. They're just trying to make everything in you know all under one roof. But this bit was the bit that I've read that seems different. Obviously, you've got the performance graphs, which I think look quite good. Um, but this bit seems like a, a new a feature I suppose if you're going to see that see your youth intake early just whether that will change how you go about either preparing or you know looking at what you're going to do with that player when he actually comes into your intake I think it also depends on what information you're actually going to get whether it's just you you know it gives you an overview or whether it actually gives you sort of specific information about particular players because it's great if you know you're going to get a golden generation, but you can't exactly do much with that information unless you know the positions that are coming through. And Herb was saying something about sort of, I guess, uh, recycling his his youth fairly frequently. Um, I watched a TIFO video fairly recently about um, so it was about Barcelona and how they've kind of lost their way and how La Masia's kind of uh, fallen to the wayside with uh, with how things currently are. Um, and I. And it's kind of similar to how Ajax currently run their youth setup as well. It's something that I want to implement in all my saves going forward, which is bringing in that sort of approach where uh, the squads of the under-23s and under-18s have no more than 22 players and they're not afraid to release players who aren't up to scratch. Um, And it's kind of basically bringing in the principle that I've had for my first team, but just sort of extending that down to the junior teams to make sure that I've basically got the cream of the crop always, even if that cream is not particularly great. 
but at least keeping that sort of the churn going to keep the old cream and milk analogies rolling on for a bit further. And just flipping back into that preview, I was just thinking if you saw that you had a five-star potential player and you saw their mentality was driven, you might get the old FM erection going. But (laughs) if you only saw that he's five-star and actually his mentality is twat, you know, that you might not get to see everything, so you might start making decisions based on him, and it actually turns out to be a bit of a helmet. I guess, like, and also you might even look to extend a contract of someone who's got a who's going to be good a good tutor for someone who does have the twat mm. reputation, so you can use that to steer them away. So keep them, you know, keeping an old head knocking around for a bit longer, keep them in the reserves, but keep them. Uh, sort of purely for that purpose. So I guess there is sort of multiple ways how this could influence you skinning the proverbial cat. But I, I like all of this, and I think changing a way of how we'll approach this sort of thing is is nice, particularly for those who do like sort of focusing on youth and bringing through their own players and cultivating teams made of purely uh, new gens that have come through their system. And again, going just back to some Twitter conversations that I had, with when training was announced last year, it was a big thing. Like everyone was like, "Fuck me!" They've redeveloped the training module, and everybody was kind of like, "This is this is brilliant! This is brilliant!" And then I I reckon I'm gonna say I'll, I'll say fifty percent of the people that said it was brilliant would definitely now set it to to their assistant to do, just because there was a lot to do, and people just kind of either didn't know what worked or just couldn't be asked. And I hope that by pulling all these things into a development centre, that it's going to be one of, well, up to now what we've been told, is one of the biggest changes to the game. I mean, everyone went mad because it was a new icon that actually you just carry on doing the same thing because it's all the same stuff, just in a different different section of the game. See, what I, what I would love, and it may well be something yet to come out or as a byproduct of this, but actually having this sort of, the development tracking not just for the the youth intake and the the new gens coming through but for the your entire team so you can see how you, the impact like we've said before about the the impact that training is having but all in the in this central hub so you don't have to keep on sort of going off different places to find it and see that you've you know since you signed a player their tackling has gone from 12 to like 15 for example and so you can see the positive impact or negative impact that you've had on players based on the decisions that you've made and the individual training that you've set them up to do and and also giving them the game time but seeing how that sort of the the peaks and troughs over their entire career and then when they start winding down now I appreciate the amount of data that might have to take up would be a bit well quite a lot more than you currently get because it's just a tick option to have the attribute changes and that's literally it and following development graphs but actually having that as part of it might be might be quite nice to have just in, even if it's just players you want to track as well and see how they're going up and down I guess it's sort of a Maybe that's the next natural progression that that will be sort of uh, changed as they're sort of going through the the cleaning up process, it seems to be. It's time for the quiz. We are going sort of more standard this week. Uh, Kurti is sort of not present, as is abundantly clear by now. So I am taking over quiz duties I'm afraid gents now I've tried to be fair and 
split the uh, the age range and we're going for a sort of a, a three clues style quiz uh, with fastest finger or slash voice first. Uh, the Viking Dan rule is not in play because I cannot be bothered to try and work it out. So it's yes. basically highest score wins. No one can get screwed over um, when it comes. So you'll get a guess each per clue and there are 10 questions in total. Um, but there is only uh, there is only one point for getting the the answer correct. Basically, there is no. It's just it's just easy. It's just simple like that. So, are we ready to start, gentlemen? Born ready. I mean, yes. it it sounds like dupes. <laughs> it sounds like dupe, dupes knackered. <laughs> He's about to fall asleep. So, uh, wake up, gents. Get ready. Right. Uh, fastest finger first. Basically. So, question number one. Uh, the first clue is started my youth career at Newcastle. Dupe. Dupe. Alan Smith. It, it's it's not right. After, everyone gets a go. We didn't no minus. You points. did. Yep. You, Dave, you went for it. That's fair. Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll is not correct. I I should have said actually that uh, there is uh, there is a theme to this. Um, oh, once you get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is a theme, but when <laughs> and it is uh, sort of following on from our development uh. stuff. Okay, it's 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 players that have failed to live up to sort of lofty aspirations that were put on them uh, for whatever reason, whether like that be injury says, related or what have you. I like the way Dave okay. says Andy Carroll, and you use the word lofty. I like that man. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. Right, so uh, it still stands. Uh, started youth career at, at uh, Newcastle. If no one else wants to guess, uh, we can move on to the next clue. Uh, had two permanent spells at Cardiff, one in 2006-2007 and one in I'll move on to the final clue. Yeah. Last played in 2016 for Kerala Blasters in India. Herb. Go on. Sholami Obi. No, it's not a bad guess, actually, but oh. it's not right. It's coming, I know who it is, but who is it? Oh, what's his name? I know who it is, but who is it? Come yeah. on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you, I ain't got a clue, so for that, Dave. I'm out. It's Joe. I thought we had one guess each. Oh, we can keep going, can't we? Dave. Dave. Bellamy. No. No, actually, no, he did play that late, did he? He started at... Did he start at Norwich? Or? Yeah, he did. He did, he did. Dorian. Joseph, it's on you. I got a Scooby, mate. Literally. A good question, isn't that? Uh, so Michael Chopra. Michael Chopra, of course. Oh, oh. fucking Belland. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Indian thing might give it away because he, he chooses when he likes to be Indian and when he isn't. Uh, question <laughs> question number two. Uh, started their youth career at Sunderland. Dave. Go on. Jack Robwell. It's good, Everton. but it's not right. Everton, son. Never mind. Oh, of course it was. I don't want one about. Ignore me. Any other bites, or shall I move on to clue number two? Uh, 
I did try to make these not ridiculously hard whilst also... I like it. Yeah. Mm. I, might, I might just do one for the Russell. Jordan Henderson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Liverpool fans. Ben, in particular, is like throwing cups all over the place. He doesn't um, listen no. unless he's on. That's, that's possibly true. Uh, <laughs> if no one else has anything else, I'll give you clue number two, which is played for two separate Newcastle teams. Joe. Joseph. Jack Colbeck. No. I thought that as well. Great <laughs> guess, though. It's a good, good, good shout, but not right. What's a tiebreaker on rule on not? See, the tiebreaker is interesting. I have actually planned this. I mean, he just oh, brought us full circle and went binary again. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. In fact, well, he, to be he fair, identifies as binary now. You like, I mean, I know we were pissing about earlier, but if you all, if not quite, but if you've got zero and I count myself as zero because I'm the host and therefore I can't score, just plus the, the title, question, that is actually binary. Anyway, um, so the the final the final clue was was the first player since Gary McAllister in 1995 to score a hat trick in a competitive game in his debut season with Leeds in 1999. This should give it away. I have no idea, man. Oh, um, Herb, Harry Cool. It's good, but it's not right. He's Australian. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not a Scooby. Well, no, he wouldn't have scored. No, he's a defender. He wouldn't have scored a hat trick. Look at all your thinking bases, Dave. Go on. Oh, I don't think it's right. I was going to say Viduka. Obviously, not. it's not right at all. So, yeah, go on. It's, it's not. It's, uh, I mean, you've got the Leeds thing in there. But yeah. Joseph? Um, and I don't know this, but the name's just come into my head. Michael Bridges? Good lad. There we go. Well done. Any rested now? Is he the one that. I think thinking, I'm thinking of someone else. Where is he? I'll have to Google Who, Is he the one Michael that got Bridges. done for drugs? Yeah, Bridges no, no, team. that was Michael Branch. Yes, he also oh, played God. for everything. Actually. Oh God, I better be careful next time. We shall Sorry, distance Bridges, ourselves from Mr. Azapardi. Yeah. Uh, so Joe is on the board. Yeah, the the two Newcastle uh, the the two separate Newcastle teams. He played once on loan at Newcastle United in England and then played for Newcastle Jets in, uh, oh. in Australia. I was thinking, who's played for Gateshead as well? Who, who is it? <laughs> yeah, so that was a, a bit of a curveball. <laughs> but well done, we got there in the end. Uh, question number three. Despite being held as a huge talent to watch, he only made 44 league appearances in his professional career. Joe. Joseph. Michael Johnson. Fucking hell, he's on fire. Yeah, good shout. <laughs> good lad. Uh, the other clues were 37 of those were for Manchester City and now retired from football. He currently runs his own estate agency. <laughs> he's a knob. He's a knob. <laughs> Don't you think it's nice that his, his surname fits his personality? You know, he's a Johnson. <laughs> regionally, that, that means penis where I live. Okay. Johnson. <laughs> Uh, 
Despite being at City for three years, he only made 11 league appearances. This wow. is question number four, by the way. Oh. Oh. Oh, out, Michael for Johnson. three years. Yeah. Do the question again. Yeah. Uh, despite being at City for three years, he only made 11 league appearances. Herb. Herb? Oh, I could be well off here. Lescott. Yeah, that's well off. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> That's well off. <laughs> I've had all gonna, Premier Leagues. I'm going to go dupe. Go on. Robinho? It's good, but it's not right, unfortunately. You're looking at the right sort of ballpark, though. Would you like clue number two? Yeah, go on. Uh, I've got to find where I am in the, on the sheet. It has 43 caps for Bulgaria. Oh. Definitely not Robinho. Oh. No, Robinho. Oh. Dave? David? Petrov? No. Oh, he, I he think he played right, a bit Bulgaria. See, I thought the link was they're all going to be called Michael. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> that may have been the unintentional tiebreaker. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Valerie Bojanov? Yeah. Good lad. Three for Joseph. I love that. Uh, the um, okay. Uh, Harry Bojanov. It's like, what the fuck were you pulling that from? To be fair, have you, you, you sent the answers out again? And not he's, mate, he's a fucking FM Championship Manager legend. That's what Sven, thing, Sven Ball. Well, you, you may well have noticed that most of, of these will have been a either a wonder kid or close to being a wonder kid on Football Manager or Championship I Manager. I didn't download the list, so I wouldn't know. <sighs> Uh, the final clue for uh, Mr. Bojinov was currently plays for Botev Vratsa in the uh, Bulgarian First League. Oh, that would have given it away, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Dave, Dave, write, that da- write that down for your Pentagon challenge. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, so, question number five. Uh, Joe's got a steady lead, gents. So, uh, had a prolific couple of seasons with Palmer between 02 and 04. Dave. David. Luca Tony. Incorrect, sir. I'm going to throw one out there. Matai Kesman. No. <laughs> Would you like the second clue? Yeah. Scored 47 league goals in 115 games for Inter. Dave. David. Adriana. Good lad. Yeah. Got it in the end. The the final clue was was the face of Pez Six. So if you hadn't got anything else, you'd have definitely retired now. And he's like a and he's like a drug lord in the favelas or something like that. Ninety nine shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so question are we up to question number six now? Uh, started his youth career at Liverpool. Jay Spearing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was a sensible answer. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have laughed so much. Ugly fucker. Um, no, it's incorrect. Sorry. <laughs> is it? Oh, this is going to be well off. Danny Pacheco or Pacheco? It's good, but it's not right. Now, I, some of these are contentious, I will say. Ooh. I should have said that from the start. It's It's... 
opinion-ish based, not necessarily mine, but taken from a, a, a multitude of articles that I scoured this like afternoon. Stephen Gerrard, Michael Owen. Fucking... <laughs> you are correct. Michael Owen was this right. one. <laughs> that... Anyone want that one? Because <laughs> uh, um, so, of uh, the injuries and maybe should have... Uh, should have done more with his talent that he had and had the injuries Jeez. not curbed him so soon. He would have lasted longer was the general thought behind that one. Scored four goals for England. Go Sorry, don't do no. you personally. No, carry on. No, carry on, and carry on. The, the final clue was moved to Real Madrid for 8 million 2004. I wish his injuries... I really, really wish his injuries were bad enough that he couldn't walk up to the desk and do his commentary. That's how much <laughs> I dislike that guy. See, I thought he was going to turn around and go. I wish his injuries stopped him from playing. Could have stopped him from scoring against Man City. Uh, <laughs> that swap deal for Santiago Munez was a good deal, though, for Madrid. <laughs> I can't believe anyway. how young he looks, though. Still playing for Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was an amateur. To be fair, like Owen on on FM O five and O six was an absolute bastard when he was playing for Newcastle. Hated yeah. him. Lots. Anyway, question number seven. Had an unsuccessful trial with Barcelona at the age of 15. Dupe. Go on. Dupe. Um, <laughs> I was going to say me as well. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's contentious, I, I dare say. <laughs> Nah. Would you like the second clue? I'll take it. No, no one's biting at that. Yeah, uh, Was signed for 2.8 million euro, no, 21.8 million euro, sorry, in 2010 by Man City. God, that could be anyone. That literally could be anyone. Yeah. Dave. Go on. I'm going to go with the Rubinho shout again. Uh, close, but no cigar, Squire. Ah. Did you, did you, you said a value, you didn't say a date, yeah? You didn't say a year that he was born. I said so. in 2010. 2010. You said 2010. Philippe Saicedo. No. I think that was a bit earlier, Saicedo. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like the final clue? Mm -hmm. Go on. Currently plays for Brescia. Oh, Joe. Go on. Mario Bellatelli. Indeed. Bloody mm, hell. I mean, you could have so used a he lot did of have... clues. But you could actually say the striker there, Joe as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dodged a firework. I like that. Okay, uh, question... Have I done it? Eight? Have I done it? Might have miscounted here. It's this nice. is now question number seven, eight, nine, ten. No, I am right. This is question number eight. Sorry. Um, all scored all to play for. Uh, might be. Yeah, I don't think so. But anyway, for pride, that's what you're playing for now. Double points uh, scored their questions. first professional hat trick against United in 2006. Dupe. Go on. Jermaine Beckford. It's, it's a good shout, but it's not right. Next clue. Uh, signed for Spurs for £18 million. Dupe. Go on. Robbie Keane? 
It's good, but it's not right. (laughs) 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 Wrong Irish, but never mind. Oh, big clue. No, no, as in I did the wrong Irish accent. Oh. Oh. (laughs) 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 I the player. (laughs) Is it going to be David Healy then? (laughs) David Healy, yeah, the only Northern Irish striker. Go on, just do that clue again. Uh, the the uh, signed for Spurs for eighteen million pounds. I didn't give a year. Scored a hat trick in. I'm going to say Jermaine Defoe. No. Oh, that's what I thought it was. I know. Next so final clue. Failed. What? Yeah. Retired in 2014. Oh wow. Dave. Dave. Oh, oh yeah, David Bentley. Good lad. I was about to say yeah. Van. De, I was about to say Van der Vaart. I was like, wait, no, he wouldn't have gonna... played in 06, would he? And I was like, I was going to go for Pablo Tenko next. Yeah, but then when you said like first, like you know, professional, yeah, yeah, Bentley got it. Good, that's good. You'll win this, Dave. Come on, come on, the boys. Got a chance. Said no one. Uh, question number nine. Uh, played for Monaco and Barcelona. Dupe Joe. Dupe. Henri? <laughs> what? That was a serious answer. Failed Wonder Kids. No. <laughs> Joseph, you were second in there. Oh, there's two. I'm going to say Sonny Anderson. Ooh. That's no cigar for you, Squire, I'm afraid. Okay. I, I literally went with the only player I knew that played. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's, there's actually two more. Who are they, Joe? Can I, can I have another go? Ludovic Julie? No cigar. Fuck's no. sake. Sesco Brigas? Surely no cigar. No cigar. Oh my god. Would you like the second clue? <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Wait, can you I repeat the first second. as well? I wasn't listening. You weren't listening. Excellent, <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Don't repeat I mean, it. It's, this is kind of the object. Of, so, so the first clue again for for Dave. It was Jerry. Played for Monaco and. Oh Barcelona. yeah, yeah, I got that bit. Yeah, sorry, I was listening. Okay. Uh, so the second clue, David, um, is Shams. only made 162 league appearances in a 10-plus year career. Dave. Go on. It's not Eric Abidal, is it? It is not. She had a pretty successful career, to be honest. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny as Henri, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Henri was, that, Henri was a horrendous shout. <laughs> that was a horrendous shout. Um, I'll take the silence as you require the third clue. Um, retired in 2009 after failing to obtain a contract after a trial at Blackburn. I didn't know this. It was this was uh, upon research. Who are they? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's the, the wrong wrong part of Lancashire. I mean, I got lucky that he was same sort of part of the country. To be honest, <laughs> I've got a feeling people are going to be screaming. They might they be. I'm not sure. Fucking number. We conceding defeat. I genuinely, I'm done. I have no oh. idea. 
This was tough quiz. This yeah, week. go on. Would it be just be on this for three hours otherwise? <laughs> uh, Philippe Christenval. Who? Joe's crying inside because he's like a proper championship manager. He's, like, a, he's a wonder kid, wonder all the kid. Famer. He should, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, to be fair, I gave the clues there as well. I, it wasn't a... I thought, I thought someone would have got it. Anyway, uh, final, final question. Uh, question 10. Uh, started their career at West Ham United. I'm waiting for Herbie because like this is a chance for him. Yeah, Last but year. it's still a bit of pride. Wow, 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 season ticket holder now. Yeah, Dave's gone in. Anton Ferdinand. <laughs> it's fair, but no. It's fair. Just, just <laughs> jump in with anyone. Herb, go on. Jack Collinson, shout. He was it's pretty good, good, but it's not right. <sighs> Ooh. Shall I move on to the second clue? Yeah, go on. People should be getting this from this, I think. Scored 10 goals in 56 caps for England. Michael Carrick? Is incorrect. Bollocks. Don't worry. Jermaine Defoe? Mm. Is also incorrect. We just start rattling them off. Her. Andy yeah. Johnson, Marlon Hayward, Marlon Hayward. <laughs> Didn't Hayward. he start with Forest? <laughs> Bobby Z, Zamora. No. Um, I'll, uh, I'll I'll move on to the final clue, which should give it away. Uh, finish their career at the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Harry <laughs> Redknapp. It's not. Is it Harry is it Joe Cole? It yeah, is Joe Cole. Yeah. Oh. I was See, it, it's Wait, it's. So where are you getting failed Wonder Kids from? This was a very confusing he, quiz. He was pretty. Dead because now. his career, his actual like successful career, is such a short span of time, and because injuries curtailed his, like he should have had way more than fifty six caps for England. Way more. No, that's because he came in at a time when there was a solid midfield, and they didn't. Like mm, they can play really. on the left. Yeah, well, because that was the only spot they? for him. Although he exactly, should have got argued he, that the goal he scored against Sweden for Sweden. England is, is one of my favourite goals. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely yeah, agreed. agreed. But he should have had more cap, more than fifty six caps for England, even if he was playing on the left. And one of my favourite now pundits. He's Michael Owen. brilliant on telly. No, <laughs> <laughs> the Stoops' favourite. <laughs> Take your fucking uh, cornrows off your ears. Okay, right. Scores on the doors then, gents, after a bit of a, a, a mess, but I tried. Uh, Dupe and Herb bringing up the rear with um, Zayros, I'm afraid, so adding to the binary theme, <laughs> loving life. Uh, David, uh, you come in second on the two points. Come on. And Joseph storming ahead with six. Well done. Round of applause. <laughs> I did try to be a bit more fair. Normally it's 90s like exclusive, but this time it was slightly oh, more fair. Thank you. Um, it's, 
it's sometimes difficult to get like clues that don't just give the game away straight away, but also aren't obscure AF. Um, I, like that, I like that Duke scored the same number of sheep he was able to count before he goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> He's tired, the boy. I think all this has highlighted the last two weeks is that we fucking miss Curtie. Come back, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I like that quiz, though. No, no offence. No offence. You know. Offence taken. But, Talking offences. That's Curtie's speciality as well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Say goodbye, folks. It was probably a bird <laughs> in a previous life. <laughs> anyway, uh, that brings episode 111 to a close. You can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account and Weestream FM Discord server in the podcast description or by visiting weestreamfm.com where you can also find the blogs that have been released this past week. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every single Monday. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, gentlemen. Bye, gentlemen. Bye, you the shame. See you later.